Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! National Pizza Day trade deadline. We actually get to go take a two-minute walk occasionally today. It's a pretty good day, huh? How are you feeling? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I uh, probably will use the first break to just use the restroom just to make up for everything yesterday. You know yeah, what I mean? just to catch up. Keep your average where it's supposed to be. It'd be really nice if some action happened in the NBA. What a boring sport. <laughs> you, this is your Christmas. You like this what so much. What a boring sport. Well, Nothing I mean, going on today's there. Today's a good day. Today's a good today's. day. There's a few yeah, things. Today's. Um, Kevin Durant's on a new team. The Brooklyn Nets are the worst super team in the history of the world. The Lakers not only made the deal that they made yesterday, they yep. made another one this morning. Thomas Bryant is on his way to Denver. Devon Reed and three second rounders are coming back to the Lakers today. And we still got two hours to go uh, before the, the trade deadline. So maybe the Lakers are done. Maybe they're not. Russell Westbrook is in Utah at least Maybe he is, maybe he's not. Yeah, maybe he'll stay there, probably won't, probably get bought out, and yeah. maybe land somewhere like, I don't know, the Clippers have been floated around out there. i got there. a feeling There's you're a rooting for that one. Oh my gosh, am I rooting for that one. Kawhi Leonard and Russell Westbrook together, yes please. Was that one would better, like that. Was that better than when Kyrie was being rumored over there? No, Kyrie would have been better. Yeah, yeah. Ky- look, they, they, it's there. There are certain things that's just Kyrie is the ace in the deck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no you can't do better than an ace. You can get a king; it's really good. <laughs> like Russell Russell Westbrook's probably like a jack. Sure, I'd say, I'd yep. say he's a jack, but. Uh, Kyrie is an ace. If there was, like, he might even be the Joker. Like, you only play certain games with Kyrie, that you only put the Joker in the deck for a few things. That's his deal. I am not seeing the Sacramento Kings name anywhere. Yeah. And this is bothering well, me. When you're I in like third that. Place. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. You're in third. This is where you strike. Strike now. There's this thing called continuity. Yeah. yeah. Teamwork, mm. consistency, mm. chemistry. Like heard of it? I like, no, I've not. Not in a while, actually. <laughs> Have not had that in a while. What's going uh, on? What's the plan? All right, so we got, let us let me kind of break this down. We got our picks today that we got to do. We're going to do that, and this is basically for the championship right here. Yes. Keep, we're going to have that. I'm right. looking for where our standings are. I think we're, we're basically a point, I think you said, away two. from each other. You're two ahead of me. Okay, two where points ahead. You are not two points behind. You are 20 oh. points behind. Well, here's my comeback. <laughs> this is it. Comeback starts now. Yep, exactly. This is it. Um, okay, so we got that going on. I always kind of find it the Thursday before the Super Bowl. Okay, now we're now we're starting to feel like Super Bowl's coming, right? And don't get me wrong, I know it's, but don't you feel okay? Now we're just a couple days away. It's it's imminent. It's coming. Yeah, right. It's coming. And then you got uh, why not just go Lakers and the Bucks tonight as well? Bucks have won eight in a row. It's like wait, can we could we not have had a couple different teams before we got to Milwaukee? So no, no, are any of their new guys going to play tonight? Do we know? I don't think so. I think probably it's not, yeah, right? So while I get it that it's a game and they're five games under 500 and the yeah. Bucks are really hot, the actual game tonight is, of all the things that you just mentioned, that's like number 13 on I the know. list of things that I'm, I'm getting fired up for today because that's not the team that they're going to go try to make up a whole bunch of ground. And making up a whole bunch of ground just got... 
a little bit easier and a whole hell of a lot harder at the very same time because the Lakers will be better with D'Angelo Russell than they were with Russell Westbrook. How much better, I think, is the, the conversation of the day, right? That you also get Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt in the deal. Mm-hmm. How much will they play? Did Thomas Bryant get sent to Denver so those guys will have more opportunities to play? Or are you just trying to get the picks back? But it kind of all comes together because Lakers made a move to get better. They're in 13th. Does it make them the 10th best team? Maybe. Does it make them the 7th best team? I mean, I guess there's a world where that happens. But the problem is Phoenix just kind of put a stranglehold on the West. If Kevin Durant comes back and is healthy, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre and maybe DeAndre Ayton. He's got two hours to get through before he may or may not be going. Um that's the team to beat in the Western Conference. That might be the team to beat in the NBA. Booker, Durant, Paul, or Durant, Booker, Paul, however you want to rank those guys, Yeah, that's a lot. That That's going to be a real problem for everybody in the Western Conference, and it feels like we've been talking about it all year. Yep. What, what city does it run through? It feels like it runs through Phoenix Okay, now. so this actually, this is, a, this is a perfect example. This happened what, I, after 9 o'clock last night, somewhere, whenever it was, right? Um, what What's interesting to me is... We're going to break down, all right, how does this trade help the Los Angeles Lakers? They get Russell, like you mentioned, get Beasley, some of these other guys. The Lakers already had such an uphill battle mm-hmm. to climb, mm-hmm. all right? And and let's not – I don't know the subtraction of Russell Westbrook, how much that can help the Lakers just not having Russ around. And I'm curious. I, I don't have that answer. But it, it definitely felt like leading up to the trade deadline that they got to get rid of Russ. And I think it had less to do – on court has a lot to do with it, but also it felt like we just gotta gotta move on from this chapter. This guy's gotta go. They got three rotational players for Russ, and I, I don't even need to get into the details yet of it. But as you look at this team today, and and you're sitting here looking at the Western Conference, um, do the Clippers have more talent than the Los Angeles Lakers? I think it's clear that they do. I don't know what the Clippers are. Every time you think they win a couple Neither in a does row, anybody else. Uh, I don't know what the Clippers. Neither are. does anybody else. Um, if the Golden State Warriors are healthy, is that a problem in the Western Conference? Uh, I'll be honest, Al. For the yeah. first time in There's a little doubt. 10 years with mm-hmm. the Warriors, and especially with Steph being hurt again, mm-hmm. it, it, it feels like you can... I don't want to say write them off because it's Steph, it's Clay, it's mm-hmm. Draymond, it's that group of guys. I, I, I'm never going to write them off. They feel like they are significantly back in the pack for real this time. Even, even if Steph comes back... But if he's not 100%, the, the, the Warriors I'm willing to kind of put into that second tier of Western Conference teams. Which is, which is all good because the Lakers aren't even in the second no, no, tier. So not. That, they might not be in the third. So the, <laughs> the reason why I, I bring up the Warriors is because you still have somewhat of faith that if the Warriors are healthy, that's a tough out in the playoffs. I haven't mentioned Denver yet, who has the best record in the sure. West. Um, I haven't mentioned, let's let, you know, hey, the Pelicans at one point, let, let Zion get healthy again. They've beat the Lakers already a couple times this year. Put Zion's health into the same Anthony Davis category of, I'm not going to believe Fair. that he's healthy until Fair. we go through a season or two of him being healthy. Fair. Dallas got better with Kyrie. Is it a For wild sure. card? It is. Looked but, pretty good last night, by the way. But And that's without Luka. Yeah. So I just set it up that way because I haven't talked about the Suns yet. So the Phoenix Suns just got Kevin Durant. They got KD. And Kevin Durant, what's unique about his contract, you know, he just signed that deal, Mm -hmm. which means KD's there for this season and three more after. And I just bring, look, I know people are going to say, hey, yeah, but KD, is he going to be healthy this time? Okay, fine. That's fine. But you could say about every team out there, you could certainly have said that about the Lakers, the Warriors, some of these other squads that have had guys in and out of the lineup. I agree with you that 
Now you looked at the Western Conference and where it was, hey, it's wide open. Okay, that that's fine. You could say it's wide open because there's 10 teams within five games of each other. But now you could start looking and saying to yourself, okay, the Phoenix Suns, you might have to go through the Suns. Mm-hmm. The Denver Nuggets, that looks like a tough out. You can now start kind of slotting a tier in the Western Conference that has an upper echelon tier that I don't think we had. No, I, I think that there are three teams in the West now that you take very, very seriously as conference champions right that we can talk about titles later and how they match up with milwaukee and boston philly and whatever whoever might come out of that half of the draw yeah but there it feels like denver phoenix and dallas are on a different level simply because they have three they have the three best players in the league arguably mm-hmm. right that it's not a stretch to say that Jokic, no, luka no. and kd are the three best players no, in the league that, not at all there are other yep. sure but that those are the three best guys they're all in the same half of the draw they all have maybe with the exception of denver we can talk about that in a second they all have a second guy in the mix that yep. is a, a killer Right, you've got Kyrie as your second guy. You've got Devin Booker as your second guy. You even have kind of Chris Paul as a third guy or whatever it may Pretty be. Pretty damn good. You call him your third or fourth best player. It, sure, it, it takes a tremendous amount of pressure off of him. Right, mm-hmm. that Chris Paul seems to break when pressure I gets agree. extremely high. I agree. It's not going to if, if it doesn't he's got go Devin well, Booker over there. He's got KD over there and Aiton sitting in the middle. P- pass it to KD. Yep. Let, let him figure it out from there. He'll get it to Booker. He'll get it to – he's Kevin Durant. You can mm-hmm. just sit there and, and pick fights that you don't really want to have. right? You can go there and cheap shot someone and then pretend it didn't happen. You can go beat Chris Paul over there and we're barely even going to pay attention to you, which is exactly where Chris Paul should be. It. Well, it's, it's, it's perfect because when he's your best player and he's doing that stuff, it draws all sorts of attention sure, or sure. he's your 1A guy. The Lakers got – a little bit better yesterday. I go back to what what John said when we were doing crosstalk. I, I I look at Laker fans, and by the way, Laker fans get in eight seven 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 ten ESPN on both of these deals, both the uh, D'Angelo Russell trade, the Thomas Bryant trade, mm-hmm. and the Lakers are better than they were yesterday. I just don't know how much better. They, they when I asked John, are they better? He goes, probably. That's a terrifying answer to me. That's a really scary answer to me because if let's say they're a little bit better, yeah, they're in thirteenth place. A little bit better than thirteenth place is tenth mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. That's so, that's not where you want to be. You wanted to jump with Kyrie. You go from thirteenth to oh no no they're they're going to be sure. all right. They're they're in the mix. Obviously that didn't get done for whatever reason, um, but they're still in that. They might not even make the plan. That's mm-hmm. still. It's more likely than it was a day ago, but it's still certainly in the mix. And this was my fear. You're going to pay maybe not the most expensive premium, Mm -hmm. but you did spend one of those first-round picks to get incrementally better. That's really scary to me. So I I think what you just described, I think they're better. I'm going to tell you, I don't – I can't make any predictions on the Lakers. I really can't because every time I look at this Lakers team and I try to say, hey, guys, I think they're going to start. You know what? Anthony Davis was out. Yeah, but Anthony Davis is back. Yeah, but look at the way some of these guys are playing. There, There's absolutely no consistency with that team that you can pinpoint exactly. All right, I know what I'm going to see on a night-in, night-out basis. I definitely think having D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, having Vanderbilt are three better players of a Russell Westbrook that for me, uh, not only were you not using in late game situations, not only were it, was it always awkward, I feel like having him around. And by the way, it, it's this is not Russ's fault. You had said it from the beginning. He ain't the right fit. 
He was never the right fit You're for a year and a half. him to do something he doesn't do. You ask him to do something he's not. Russell Westbrook didn't trade himself to the Los Angeles Lakers. If I want to give Russ some credit, this is the credit I would give Russ. Showed up every night, played his you-know-what off, and that's the most that he could have done for the Lakers, and it didn't work out. It was a colossal failure, right? Like, I think I could put all, the, all three of those together. That's fair. I, I think what they gave up, pay attention, I think, to this more, at least, you know, listening to Bobby Marks, Brian Windhorst, Woj, the players that the Lakers brought in, do I think that all of a sudden, hey, watch out for the Lakers in the West? No. The Lakers have not given you a reason to watch out for the Lakers in the West. But I think it does this. I think it gets you back some contracts that are under contract for next year. They got a team option on Beasley for, I think, 16 and a half. Vanderbilt is team friendly at four and a half. D'Angelo Russell, if it doesn't work out, no harm, no foul. Maybe you can use him in some, uh, some type of a sign and trade deal. What you didn't want was Russ to just expire, and then you don't have forty-seven million dollars that you could play with. At least yeah, you got thirty some. Thirty ten is going to go to Rui. Now you're down to twenty. What are you going to do with Austin Reeves? Like I feel like that money is going to go pretty quick here, and you can't even really put together a team. But I, I just mentioned that because I think part of their strategy of getting rid of Russ was we have guys that are still valued in the NBA that are, are under contract that we could potentially use in a sign-and-trade or do something else. Gives them some more options, I think, for next year, and we'll see if they're able to make anything out of the rest of this year. Okay, you said something that I think is really interesting, and I, I you've said it a couple of times, and we want to get some phone calls coming in here, and we can get their response to this as well, but is what the Lakers did both yesterday with the D'Angelo Russell trade and, and maybe to a lesser extent with the Thomas Bryant trade today – did the Lakers get better because of the players that they added, or did they get play better because of the one guy that they sent out? Is the subtraction more than the addition? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So I know we'll get back to the trade deadline, all the crazy NBA things that have been happening over the past uh, couple of days, but let's get to the real things that are important. It's National Pizza Day. Yep. Also, why is it National Pizza Day? Because I feel like we had National Pizza Day two weeks ago. I feel like we're going to have it again in three months. I think this is this is one of those things that's like it's like Valentine's Day where it's made up by Hallmark. So the pizza, National Pizza Day. Well, you think big day, pizzas in on big this? Pizza's oh, definitely totally, a hundred percent. And also, why do we have pizza yesterday but we don't have pizza today? Come on. Well, I think well, yesterday, yesterday was, was like our marathon. Christmas Eve. Yeah, it was our it was our. You go <laughs> yeah. three and a half hours yeah. without getting up. You get a little pizza before Pizza Day. Yep. Just like you get a you know you have a little nice little dinner with friends and family on Christmas Eve before Christmas, and then you unwrap your pizzas slash presents the following day. And I love how today we're probably gonna get like California 
chicken cafe or something again, like we've been getting instead of getting pizza. But you know, it's it's fine. Just so it's I'm clear, I just want to make sure that we're on the never criticize the free lunch. I was just going to yeah. say, yeah. Let, let's guys, not do that. We just walk yeah. into the kitchen, and all of a sudden there's a full spread. <laughs> let's not do that. That that seems like bad I'm karma. Ju- I'm just saying, but <laughs> bad okay. karma. But the, I didn't even mean the, to do that. The, the pizza stuff, I I just. I didn't. I knew it was. The Sam, don't like, listen. Sam, this has nothing to do <laughs> yeah, with us. Bring it to me and Al. We yeah, like we, the, the I like California the chicken, chicken cafe. It's great. That else. rice is delicious. Unbelievable. Very the pita. Good. Make a quick little a sandwich. Macaroni salad too. But, yeah. yeah. I just. I, I look up these national days every day when I, in the prep for the show, and always they're always stupid. And then also why the the pizza things come. I, I just. I'm over it. I'm Will over you be observing? Things. Will you not? I don't be think you're over it. Pizza. I'm not getting pizza today because tomorrow you're going to come back with another national day. Of course I will. Of course. I will. will you observe pizza day, Slee? Um, I don't think I will today. This weekend I will, but I don't think I will today. Taylor? I'm not going to just because we had it yesterday. I mean, if don't get me wrong. If they bring a pizza in, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. But will I'm you not gonna go be upset if the chicken cafe place is here on pizza day and will you not eat because of that? The opposite of, of upset. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, eat more. Enthusiastically yeah. attach, uh, attack the chicken. Yeah, I've been in a little bit of a pizza groove lately. Been having more than my fair share. By the way, that was pretty good. But great. obviously not really homemade pizza. Not homemade pizza. Well, that inspired pizza. me to get into the pizza groove, sure. quite frankly. And that's where I found a new hey, spot. Hey, hon, what are you doing? Great. Making pizza? I'm awesome. Making... I'm going to go uh, get some dinner. Did that the next day. I, got, I went and got it the next day and it was, it was terrific. I got to miss the homemade pizza um, I had, don't know. We had Pi Day two weeks ago, and then there's. I the thought Pi Day, Day is was on March 14th. Exactly, yeah. because it's Pi Day, but then it was Pi Day. I just don't understand sure. who's making these decisions, why it's listed. Yep. This is my breaking point today, guys. Yep. And I just I can't go on. You just started. You can't break yet. <laughs> you keep like I'm okay with one of these meltdowns at like say twelve fifteen because we're kind of near the. I, we're going to need you for the next. I disagree. Two hours I think this is good. Here, Let's but... see what happens moving forward. It makes the show a little more I'll interesting. Could be right. You you, you definitely like could be right. Crazy pill. Um, I blame this on the Democrats. They, can can I tell you? Thank you for helping me count because I was losing my damn mind during the break. Well, here's a great thing. You were you came to me and said. There's 28 games left on the schedule. I said, I think there's 27. And you said, there's 28 games left on the schedule. And then you came with the schedule and you sat down right. I didn't even get up. I didn't get up. You came to my area. You put down the schedule and you took your pen and you said, count with me. One, two. And you went all the way through. And it said 24, 25, 26, 27. Emily, how many times did you see count the games on the schedule this morning? A ton, and I okay. also am bad at math too. So, so I but know. I'm adding, but we both know how to count. It's yeah, not it's a matter not of a math it's not thing. Trigonometry, you your calculator. Not, Just count the yellows and the purples that, that represent no. home and road. I added it up four times today. I'm like, they have 28 games left. They've already played 55. That equals 83. That can't be right. Yeah. And I'm, I knew there was a mistake, and mm-hmm. the mistake is I can't cancel 28 without making an error. I want you to count again and be at 31. <laughs> Al, I found I, four look, more games. I finally got the number that I was hoping for. Now it makes a lot more sense. You're adding the preseason games, Trev. Laker fans seem incredibly divided on this deal. They seem on deals, so there, there's two. So if yep. you're just getting in your car, you, you heard about D'Angelo Russell yesterday. He's coming in. Russell Westbrook, a first-rounder, and Juan Toscano-Anderson are going out. Damian Jones as uh, well. Damian Jones yep. as well. And the Lakers get uh, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. So they get that return. This morning, they dealt Thomas Bryant to the Nuggets, and in return, they get backup guard Devon Reed and three second-round picks. Mm-hmm. 
Laker fans have been all over the map on this, on both of the deals. They, they, some people really like it, that D'Angelo Russell coming in is not nearly as important as Russell Westbrook going out. You kind of hinted at that a second ago, yeah. Al, that you think the subtraction of mm-hmm. Westbrook is perhaps the most important thing that they've done so far? Listen, to be honest with you, and I, I think getting a chance to hear a lot of these people, I, I, McMenamin was on before uh, the game on Tuesday, listening to Ramona with Mason in Ireland, the conversations Listen, it, it it sounds like there was the report after the game on Tuesday that uh, Russell Westbrook wasn't exiting the game, right? Like he was, Darvin Ham asked him to leave. Now they have a verbal confrontation. Mm-hmm. Everything worked out. It was fine. But, Trav, they're already five games below 500, man. I mean, th- this is a team that's already trying to figure out 10 teams make the play in. Ten teams make the playoffs. Six make the playoffs. Four make the play in. The teams in front of them are literally teams that... Uh, I don't think the Utah Jazz want to make the playing tournament. I don't think it's in the best interest of the Thunder to make the playing tournament. Lakers are having trouble being the top 10. You know how hard it is not to be the top 10 in the Western Conference? The only team they're ahead of are the two teams that are actively tanking. San Antonio and Houston. That's it. So I I just mentioned that because sometimes there is a vibe that could change things. If you have something toxic... Right. If you have something toxic that you feel like, and again, I don't want to just point the finger at Russell Westbrook. I think Russ, it's just as important for him to move on as it is for the Lakers. I think that's a key part of that trade. And I also think the other part of it is you actually have some rotational players that D'Angelo shoots 39% from three. I said this yesterday. I'm not the biggest D'Angelo Russell fan when he was with the Lakers. I thought he, he acted like he was so much better than he really was. Um, but that was four or five years ago. He's played now with a couple different franchises. Maybe that's changed. Maybe it it hasn't. Beasley, I want to say, is 12th in the NBA in three-pointers made. They actually have some guys that could spread the floor a little bit. Still got a ton of guards, but I'll take my chances with these players. So there's a couple of different ways to look at it. That D'Angelo Russell moves around a lot because nobody wants him, or D'Angelo Russell moves around a lot because everybody wants him. Where did he come out on that? I, I the, the, He feels like one of those guys yeah. that... We're going to try it because we think that we can make it work here with him. And then you're like, you know what? Not exactly. And not that it's a disaster. It's not, I don't think this is going to be a Russell Westbrook like, guys, you can see the freight train coming down the tracks before it's even in the station. This is a bad idea. That's not that, but it could be one of those, this isn't exactly what we had in mind either. And it just, that's the kind of player he feels like. He's not a bad player. Yeah. But he's not necessarily a difference-making player. And he's not a toxic presence Mm -hmm. the way that Russell Westbrook certainly could be. But he's also not this glue guy where everybody comes around and everybody loves being around. He's just kind of in that middle ground of... Yeah, let's see. Maybe you know. Maybe we're better. Maybe we're kind of the same. But the price to do a let's wait and see seemed a little high. If you're 26 years old and you've played for the Lakers, the Nets, the Warriors, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and this is your fifth team, going back to the Lakers, right? I think there is accuracy to what you're saying. There aren't teams locking him up and saying, okay, I don't want this guy to go anywhere. He's due money at the end of the year. The Minnesota Timberwolves were not lining up to say, hey, we want this guy. But with all that being said, I still think he can help the Lakers. I'd much rather have this scenario with these guys than with Russell Westbrook. Yeah, I don't hate the deal, but I don't particularly like it either. It's not When they made the Russell Westbrook deal, I'm like, guys, bad deal. This is not going – this is – I mean, I guess – if the, if the response is, I'm with you. Yeah, I guess. Does it then feel that does, is that that's not good? Does it right? feel? Does it even feel more? I guess. After KD just went to the Suns. Oh my gosh! Yeah, 
it, that that that's a totally different cupcake, right? That that is that is something that is separate to everything changed when that deal went down across the league. I was just going to say that, all that, the teams not are just for the insane. Lakers. Huh? What happened? Every team in the league went ah blank. Yep. Really? Now KD's not healthy. KD is a generational talent, one of the mm-hmm. great players of all time. Also has weird stuff happen to his career. Also has weird stuff happen to his team. So if you're looking for a reason to say it's not a done deal, KD's resume is it's frequently not a done deal. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how it shakes out. Daniel in Santa Monica, you are first. You're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Dan? Hi, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you know, I think you guys have great points. Uh, but I do think that we should celebrate this trade only because I think it just kind of frees us up from that three max contract and a bunch of minimum guys that no one wants is what I think that we've seen that this just doesn't work. Um, so I think this is good. I think we should celebrate it. I think that Vanderbilt gives us length and athleticism on the wing, which we really need. I think D'Lo and Beasley give us shooting and playmaking. So I think this is good. And, and Trav, you're right. We can't go from 13th to, to 5th or 6th. Maybe we can go to 13 to 8th. And then maybe next year we go from eight to fifth. You know, I think this is just a more normal kind of roster construction and, and trajectory. I appreciate I, you calling in. I agree with that last part. I, it is a more traditional way to try to flesh out your, your roster along the way, but it's a little contradictory. What Daniel said is a little contradictory, not to what he said, but what Laker fans have generally been jumping up and down about, which is, hey, you got LeBron in AD. You got to try to juice this thing right now. It does not do that. It it may it's more of a hey, listen, this this can help us be from 13th to 10th and next year we go from 10th to 5th it's more of a traditional we're going to try to climb back into it as opposed to we got KD we got Kyrie let's go so after Kyrie went to the Mavs safe to say I don't think whatever we were looking to get juiced probably wasn't going to happen I don't think there was a deal that and maybe I'm wrong maybe a player does kind of come out maybe there's a player available but I don't think there was going to be that you actually now have um, a more well-rounded roster Right, you have a yeah. more uh, traditional roster. I, I like that word. I think that's probably the I better like way to word. put it. And and maybe that is good enough to just listen. I, here's been my frustration with the Lakers. I don't know who's closing games. Okay, I have. Is that no, not weird? That the answer to that question isn't just it's obvious. You mean the five guys? Because LeBron's the one I, that theoretically needs to close the show, right? And I, I don't even mean an individual. Oh, okay. I'm talking about like I don't those five the five guys. I don't know who's closing out games. I don't know who's doing it right now. LeBron, AD, um, Russell, um, okay, Walker. I go LeBron, Anthony Davis. Uh, I'd like to have Rui closing out a game. Okay, six foot nine. Is D'Angelo not going to be out there at this point? Um. D'Angelo, yeah, because he can shoot, so he's going to spread okay, the floor. There's five, so you got that's four right there. I'm not putting Lonnie to. I'm, I, he's not a guaranteed uh, closer who's, for me. Who's the fifth? You kind of lose the value of Dennis Schroeder if uh, if he's out there. Hey, do Schroeder and Russell at the same time feel redundant? It feels a little redundant. The only difference I would say is Pat Bev would actually, you know, from a defensive perspective, if you need a guy. But now you have a smaller backcourt. Um, she said Reeves. I'm not opposed to Reeves at all because Reeves can guard multiple guys. So I don't have the answer. And and they're gonna. They're, you know what they're gonna need? Probably not, ten games to figure it out. And then you're down 135 to points. Now night. you're down to 17 games left <laughs> yeah, for sure. Let's try one more quickly here. Let's go to uh, Christian in San Vicente. Christian, you're on next. What's up? Yeah. Uh, hi. Hi, guys. Can you hear me? We got you. 
Yeah, so I I really think this is too little too late now. The West has been open for the last two years now. This is the one opportunity that the Lakers, they only needed to make one solid move. I still think that the Kyrie trade, they missed that on that one. I would rather much have that over the D'Angelo Russell trade. The Lakers aren't going anywhere in the, in, in this this year. They're, I mean, right now they're 13th, and they're struggling to, just to get to the 10th seat. The West has been open. It's so now it's it's like stacked now. Now now I just heard the Kevin Durant deal to Phoenix. It it just kills everything now. Whatever they did now is just too late. You know now you have to contend with Phoenix, Dallas, and Denver. I, I mean, which is yeah. why I'm, I'm going to jump in here. Which is why the Suns made the deal. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> that's a, the Suns also have by they had a new owner for 36 seconds and then he just sent out whatever he needed to go get KD, which is why that deal just happened for Kevin Durant because the West has been open. It, it really is. It's one of those things where you're like, uh, yeah, I, I got I got no rebuttal. There there is yeah. no well, what? Oh, damn, it's it's if he's healthy, mm-hmm. which you know right now he's not, but. Odds are he's going to come back and beat Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a really hard time to beat four times in seven games. Devin Booker is really, really good. Kevin Durant's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? And then you got Chris Paul, who is not my guy at all. Chris Paul's a good NBA player. Chris, Chris Paul's Chris, one of the greatest point guards in the history of the game. He, he is, but he's not right now. He, mm-hmm. He's he's something short of that. Which is perfect yes. to have what he has. Uh, exactly it's right. not on his But back. where he is in his – he's nearly as old as LeBron. Mm-hmm. Where he is in his career mm-hmm. is – he has exactly what he needs. What he still does particularly well I think will suit them very, very well. This, I'm, I'll just say this. I, I think that ultimately at the end of the day with this Lakers team – um, it's tough to feel confident about them. They haven't given you anything to feel good about all season long. So as the rest of the season progresses, if all of a sudden those those pieces start looking okay and players start playing all right, then maybe our conversation can change. And by the way, I'll, I'll tell you, I, I, I mentioned this. I'm a fan of the, the move. I'm a fan of where they sit today than where they sat 24 hours ago. But that doesn't I mean agree with that... that Today, they're sitting in a spot where, hey, watch out, Lakers are one of the top three in the this, West. What we're all coming to grips with this morning is exactly what I've been saying for two months, which is, I know you can get better, but at what cost and how much better? This is what we're, this is, and the other part of the equation that we hadn't discussed as much is, what if someone else really make, and, and they did, it was mm-hmm. the Suns getting KD. So the Lakers are better today than they were yesterday. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. But how much, that's where the conversation comes in. More Laker phone calls coming up. And oh, by the way, Al, there's still the giant question that we've been talking about all season that Darvin has said that doesn't change anything with what went down today and tomorrow. And on top of that, if the Chicken Cafe brings in food today, you are not having a plate of Chicken Cafe. Okay. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know it's an interesting trade when it's as split as about as evenly as it's been. I don't think anybody hates the deal, Al, but I think that there's a pretty significant or a pretty equal split, I should say, between people who are like, no, no, I like this. I think this makes the Lakers an interesting player in the West versus, yeah, great, they're better, but they're still not good. Mm-hmm. And, and it's we can talk about it over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and we will. But I keep coming back to what Darvin Ham said, what, a week or so ago, maybe a little bit less. It might even have been at the beginning of this week. None of this matters if Anthony Davis maybe. isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. None of this matters if Anthony Davis isn't healthy and playing really well. Mm-hmm. We saw Anthony Davis on Tuesday night against OKC. He was terrible. He, 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 was. he was. He was. He had a bad night. I thought Stan Van Gundy was going to start name-calling him in the middle of the second half. He was so frustrated by his complete lack of impact on the Weird game. Weird video, too. Him Weird video. Bench, yeah. him, like The yeah. whole thing is... LeBron, vibe. We, we, we know what LeBron's doing. We know that D'Angelo Russell will make them a slightly better team than they were before. This keeps coming back. If Anthony Davis, A, has to be healthy, but A.1 is he needs to play well. Mm-hmm. And he's healthy right now, and he's had some good nights, and he's had a bad night just a couple of nights ago. It still runs through AD. I, I think you could say that. I think you say that with a few teams, but AD is the obvious one because of his in and out of the lineup. And then when you're in the lineup, you're still three games below 500 with him there, right? And that's that's the one that kind of throws me off the most. All right, put it to the side. You are right. And I, listen, this that's not when I heard um, when I heard Darvin Ham saying that n- nothing went crazy to me. It's not like when I heard Darvin Ham say everything is going to run through Anthony Davis if he's not good, if he's not great, if he's not this, then we don't go anywhere. I think that part. I don't know if that was for us. Or if that was for Anthony Davis, I don't know if that was. Yes. Hey, let me let me talk <laughs> in front of this microphone Both. and let me tell everybody because you. It wasn't just a casual one too. He was very passionate about it. I don't know how much of that was for Anthony Davis. And on that front, at least for me, I don't think that's a surprise. I don't think it's a shock. It's just the Lakers are. It's neither a surprise nor a shock, but it's also one hundred percent true. The Lakers are one team out of all these squads in the Western Conference right now. And if you want to put tiers, they're sitting in 13th. They're in that bottom tier of however you want to look at it. And they got, you could say 27 games to figure it out, but a lot less than 28? that. It could be 28. <laughs> Might have added a game. Lakers are the only could team be 28. to play 83 but games in NBA I, history. I agree with you. Where they are right now, they're obviously in the bottom tier in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. But my, my question and concern is, is that even at their best, their okay. very, very best, mm-hmm. AD, healthy, performing at a high level, mm-hmm. are they still on a level with those other teams? Are they still on Phoenix's level? Are they on uh, Dallas's level with Luka and Kyrie, potentially? Are they on a level with Jokic and the Nuggets? The, the Jokic, that's a weird team because he might win a third consecutive MVP, and I don't know if anybody's really sweating them all that much in a seven-game series. In a weird way, Lakers it's, always play well against them. It's, it's, it's yeah. a weird dynamic, but even with the Lakers at their optimistic best i still think that they're a cut below that top group of western conference team and that's the I part that's that really all. scary 
I don't, but here, here's the thing, Trev. I, I don't. I think the only way they got into that upper threshold is if the Brooklyn Nets decided we're going to trade Kyrie yeah. to the Lakers, yeah, right? I, so I, I don't think there Kevin was Durant, which they did. I mean, they didn't have the sure. The chips. No, they didn't have the assets. They, yeah. and, and by the way, I, look, maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe I'm not. I do think there are some teams that you know. I I, I wouldn't be shocked if Joe Side just didn't want to deal with the Lakers. I don't want to give. I don't want KD to go to the Lakers up and that, that that stuff could. People say it doesn't happen. I think there's a little bit of that that happens. I was talking with somebody mm-hmm. who is as plugged in as anybody else in that universe, and they insist that's not what happened, and I just don't believe it. And and, and, it, and it could be one of those things where, Trav, you just want it to be true, so you're going to refuse to believe it, which is one of my moves. I get that. Well, can I- but I really, truly believe, because the Kevin Durant is in Phoenix, and granted, what, what did they give up? Four first-rounders, a pick swap. Cam Johnson, Jay Mikhail Crowder, Bridges. Cam Johnson, and Mikhail Bridges. That's a lot. Yeah. Okay, that's a ton. The Lakers good players too. don't have that. But he also landed in the place that he wanted to land. Mm-hmm. Right? That Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun, which is his preference. Kyrie Irving's preference was to be a Los Angeles Laker, mm-hmm. and he's not. Well, uh, uh, this actually goes more against your guy that told you that stuff doesn't happen. If the the Brooklyn Nets were trying to make a deal to keep KD happy and bring in some guys, some rotational players – Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie technically would be coming in yep. to Keep be starters, right? Keep them. They're not going to go compete with the best, but that was the idea. Well, then a Laker deal actually would have made more sense because a Laker deal would have got you money off the books with Russ and it would have got you two first-rounders. Mm. Now that KD is gone, didn't you want to take those four first-rounders plus two more first-rounds? Now you have six first-rounders. If you're going to actually rebuild... I think the Laker deal today makes a little bit more sense. It didn't make sense before KD left. Yeah, I don't think that they knew that both of these things were going to happen. One may have led to the other, right? That you made one deal thinking you're going to placate Kevin Durant, and yeah. you didn't, and now it's like, okay, we got to make it. But a, if you're in one. that type of communication with KD to where he wants to leave, aren't you saying, hey, KD, what do you think of this deal? If we trade him to Dallas, we're getting these guys back. You're doing the thing. You're what doing thing? the thing. You, Kevin Durant is unpredictable. I know he, unpredictable, he's, he's but unpredictable. can't he just simply say, he, yeah, yeah, I, I don't like the deal. The next day he could say, you know what, upon further reflection, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I mean. That When it comes to certain guys, and Kevin Durant's not on Kyrie's level, but Kevin Durant has gone from, I'm putting together a super team to I like these teams to I'm tying to Kyrie to I want to trade to... Well, remember, he requested it, a trade in the offseason, that, That's what too. I'm saying. Yeah. He, he's been all over the map. So when a guy is you know, not just going from the... you know small changes in opinion in the middle he's going from one's pole to the next yeah it's a tough guy to throw your your chips in with and say i'm just going to expect him to do the rational thing it's not how that goes uh i want to play this for you real quick before we go to taylor's uh how did you or hey did you see dave McMenamin um was on the nba show the trade deadline show and had this to say about russell westbrook leaving the lakers and as one source told me, you remove a vampire from the locker room. Uh, that meaning a vampire sucks the, lo- the blood out of the locker room. Um, Russell Westbrook moves on. <laughs> I mean, I think that falls more along what I was saying. Sometimes yeah. a subtraction is as much as important as an addition. Two things are happening here. Number one is that. That r- r- you've been, around, we've all been around. Everybody that's worked in a place with more than just a couple of people, sometimes somebody comes into your orbit that is super negative and hard to be around, and it's just it's they just bring the energy of the room to a totally different place, right? Just their mere presence, even if they're not doing their deal in any given moment, mm-hmm. their presence is. Eh, be careful, that guy might go off. It changes the entire chemistry of a situation. 
removing that person, the situation, is, like we were just talking about, a little bit more predictable. You know what you're going to get from LeBron on a day-to-day basis. You yep. know what you're going to get from Pat Bev on a day-to-day. You, you just kind of know what you... With Russ, it's going to... I don't know. That's number one. Number two is, though... I think we may be putting a little bit too much in the magical removal of Russell Westbrook and all of a sudden this team blossoming into the best version of itself. But do you think people are – I'm I'm not sold on that theory that because just because Russ is gone, watch out, everybody's going to thrive. Right. I'm not as sold. Actually, I would even lean a little bit towards it was so easy for the last year and a half to point everything at Russ – which is unfair. It's there's roster construction. There's a lot more that goes into it. There's health. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not assuming that because Russ is gone, everything is going to change. The clouds will part, and all of a sudden it's a beautiful sunny day. But I do think that is uh, that subtraction is important for the Lakers. It could be a beautiful sunny day because he's gone, but you could still have a bad team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the part that's like both things can be true at the same time. Hey, did you see with Fiddlemaster Taylor Smith coming up next? It's Travis Lee. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I enjoyed yesterday's show. Three hours and 12, well, three hours and eight minutes of commercial-free Travis Lee. You, you went nine. You went three nine. Did I? Did yeah. I give you an extra bonus one? I kept looking at one? the clock. I'm like, why is <laughs> why it still he left here? It? But I think my favorite part about yesterday was, and I like just about everything, I like that you brought your fiddle in. We should make that a thing that you do occasionally. The little telethon? Yeah, yeah something. To it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I, I liked listening to you play your music. It flew by yesterday, actually. It really it did. did. It was a fast show. It really a lot did. Fast what do you got for us? All right, guys, did you see the average American's dream home is 2,800 square feet? So, Sliwa, what would you want in your dream house? Um, all right, are we talking just inside or can I start on the outside? Anything if, you want, man. All right, if I go outside, every time I go by a home and they have like a full basketball court and they have the tennis. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I'm like, yeah, that seems that seems pretty Slash good. Slash pickleball. Wealth. Uh, no pickleball. Wealth is correct. Um. Can I have a, I want like a little area that's like a little Zen garden type of thing, just somewhere where you could just kind of sit, relax, and got to have fruit trees outside. Give me citrus. Give me like some that. of that stuff. I, like I don't think citrus. I want anything inside. I think I'm just going to have a <laughs> TV. I'm going to have a tent. You need a TV. <laughs> I, Bean I, bags. <laughs> I want, I definitely want a, a um, you know, a room that has, here's the setup. Here are the TVs. This is where I watch my sports. This is where I kick back. Here's the couch. Here is the entertainment type of center. Um, and then after that, she could have everything else. I got everything <laughs> that I need right there. Um, for me, it's two things. I've been. I've lived in big houses. I've lived in small houses. I've come to the, the size of the house is not that important. It's really not. You, you're gonna you're, whatever wherever you are, it's gonna be fine. With big, small, or anywhere in between, it's fine. The two things that are incredibly nice to have. Can I guess? Sure. One uh, neighbors, a good neighborhood. Uh, th- that's a good one. That's not what I was thinking, but that is a good one. Okay, and then a uh, backyard grilling situation. Close, close. A pool. I, I've had really lousy houses that have had a pool in the backyard that are terrific. It's there's always a good time if you have a pool in your backyard. Am I am I wrong on this? Because I've never we didn't grow up with a pool. Is it get used? 
I can only speak for my own family. I feel like people who have pools don't use their pool. I, I can only speak for me. In the homes that I've lived in that have had a pool, I'm you guys in are it using virtually it. every day. Mm. Almost from like Halloween till yeah. Valentine's Day, not so much because it gets a little cold and I'm thrifty as we've discovered. So I don't like to heat it, but I like a cold pool. I go in it almost every day. That's mm. for me. Number two is give me a badass gourmet kitchen. I, I, yeah. We, we yeah, had a, we had a house world. where we had a slab leak, which if you are a homeowner, you, that's two words you nice. really do not want to hear. Um, and our entire kitchen got destroyed by running water that we didn't know was running in the walls. So we got to rebuild it Insurance. from the ground up. It was awesome. It's amazing. We sold the house six months later. Gosh, <laughs> but those are the two things, pool and a kitchen. All right. For me, I think, uh, similar to Travis, I would like a really nice uh, kitchen situation. Um, and if I could have someone else decorate my house, I think I have ideas for my house, but I'm so bad at executing them like decoration-wise. So if I have like... I could have someone else decorate it. You want a great. decorator on staff. Yeah, exactly. Have you, have you ever, uh, on staff and interior decorator. Have you ever been to like one of those open houses and they got companies that come in, they stage it. Yes. I'm like, what the hell is this? How'd you guys do this? Do you know this? who's my mother? I is swear to you, it, it. she should have a business. I, I, I've, I've told her this a hundred times. Yeah. That's what she should do and mm. she would be the best person in the world at that because she comes in and goes, just put that over there. Hang, like That and changes everything. How did you know how to do that? Why didn't you say that sooner? It bothers <laughs> and, me. And then one other thing, I would like, and this is my ideal house, pool as well, and a uh, really cool theater situation. So I can have, I don't know, I don't need movie theater seats, but I really need a really good couch and a big, large projector screen. All right, guys. Next up, good answers. Did you see that six in ten American adults say that they feel at least somewhat attached to the community where they live? So Trav, what's your favorite thing about the place where you live? That's a great question. Pickleball courts? <laughs> there are pickleball courts. Uh, I do like the- Storage the, containers? My my favorite part, I'm you, like neighborhood or like the municipality? It could, Yeah, the surrounding city. Um, it's The weather is literally perfect. Even by California standards, it's ridiculously nice nine out of 10 days. It's somewhere in the 70s. It's almost always clear and nice, and it's a pretty nice place to live. I'm not going to lie. I just like the, the climate and the, the temperament of the entire neighborhood. It suits me very, very well. Um, I know most people know. It's not like it's a secret, but... I don't think a lot of people come to Pasadena that live in Los Angeles. I think Pasadena's kind of just it's on its own, its own. It's its own thing. And for me, uh, it's a freaking really pretty pocket of Los Angeles. It is. And I, you know, when you say, what do you kind of like about the neighbor? It's pretty much clean all the time. There's, at least where I live, there are stores, grocery stores, restaurants. Everything is pretty much within walking distance. That is a big part of what I like about it. All right, so I think my weird thing about the place that I live is that I have a bomb taco stand that is in walking distance, and it's literally like up a block to the left, and it smells amazing. You can and smell so, it in your house? Uh, If you open your front door, you can. If I'm inside my <laughs> house, I can't smell it. I 900 pounds. <laughs> well, I can't yeah. do that. But I can't it's, do it's, that. It's nice because like, it's good uh, like drunk food because we're out late or if we're drinking in the house, we can go and get it. It's good. Like It's just it's good, it's good leftover. It's an amazing stand and love going there. So she gets out in the front door in the morning. She smells the fresh air and she goes, <laughs> mm, oh, is that? Oh, carnitas. Carnitas. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'd like to change my answer. I just thought of something that I love. Everything is closed by nine o'clock every night, and that's terrific in my neighborhood. I'm okay with that. that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I love that. I'm okay with that. Get out of here. Keep it moving. We're all going to bed. Yep. It's nighttime. He sits on a board to change it to seven (laughs) thirty. Which is one thing I do not like about my neighborhood is that there is a um, there is I don't know if it's 
the school nearby or if it's someone's backyard. They play uh, brass instruments until like midnight sometimes, they, and it's loud. They do everything but declare martial law in my neighborhood at eight thirty. It's terrific. Military's coming in, guys. <laughs> what do you got, Taylor? All right. Next up, did you see that seventy percent of kids in sports quit by their teens? So, Sliwa, what after-school activity, sport, or class did you quit when you were a kid? Um, all right, I'm trying to think here. So, basketball, I continued to play. You always know, always play, but this is when I was like elementary school and middle school. Handball was like the thing. You know, just the... Uh, what? Playing handball. What, I've what? never played, but it always looks like the guys who are playing or have the time of their life. It all, they always seem to be enjoying themselves. It, it used to be, at least back in the day. Um, I stopped playing that after. I stopped playing football after middle school as well. So those are kind of the two sports I stopped playing. I think ping pong. There was a time where I used to play all the time. No, Kenny Wreck. I used to. I used to keep playing it. <laughs> <laughs> those are the ones I, I stopped football. playing. Football. Yeah. Yeah. My turn? Yeah, what about you, Um, Chad? You said it, or class, right? Yeah, it can be a class. Math. The second I was able Uh. to quit math, I did. The second I didn't need another math requirement to attend the university that I had my eye on, I was done. Hence the schedule Hence me being (laughs) unable to uh, count to 28. Um, Yeah, the the second that math was more letters than numbers, bye. Uh, I'll I'll see you later. That was it for me. Uh, Mine was I stopped playing basketball because I would always get, I would always foul out. I would always foul out in every game. I would always try to bear hug from behind and get the ball from like behind somebody. I was just, I was not built for basketball. Honestly, that's on your coach because if you got three fouls in the first half, you should have took you out. I'm just kidding. Right, exactly. You got to pace me. All right, so we got a whole bunch of trades that are going down. New ones. um, Teams that are in the mix. Nuggets making more deals. The Warriors making some deals as well. Mm. We'll get you all caught up. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.